Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. I am Greg Cott. My co-host is Jim DeRigatis. And uh, if you want to be the first to hear our bonus podcast, become a Sound Opinions member on Patreon. This week, we've got a special interview for you. I mean, straight from Kiev, straight from a war zone. Uh, music still being made, still being uh, powerfully represented in the middle of a city that is being bombed by the Russians as we speak. We were able to speak to one of the musicians um, who is... I would say, Jim, as big a band as there is in Ukraine right now uh, and about to do a U.S. tour in April, which has now been scuttled, but he's still continuing to record and play and perform and inspire in the middle of that war zone. Yeah, you know, Greg, uh, it's not like as a music show, as a celebration of music, as music critics, we were looking for, like, how do we get some Ukraine into this show? Rather, we have both been struck by the sounds coming from this war-torn nation, the music that is being released on the net, Mm -hmm. uh, saying, we are still here, there is still life, do not forget about us, Uh, we hope you stand with us in solidarity. Before we get to our chat with Serge Tagni-Rodno, I want to talk about two other pieces of music that have made an impact on me. One is a cover of The Clash's London Calling, by a punk group called Beton, B-E-T-O-N. You, you couldn't escape it. It was yeah. it was viral on all of our social media. Mm-hmm. A powerful reinterpretation of the song, uh, substituting Kiev calling for London calling. Uh, it was endorsed by The Clash. There was some debate with Billy Bragg about where the group stood politically. Um, Serge, in our interview, talked about that. And I think that Bragg and the members of Beton have had a conversation since and, mm-hmm. and made it clear. There's also a, a TikTok video of this uh, young musician from a band that's huge, as Serge explains in this chat, Antitia, right? Antibodies mm-hmm. in Ukrainian. Um, they fill stadiums. And there is this uh, English concert, uh, you know, in tribute to the spirit of the Ukrainian people that's being arranged with Ed Sheeran at the top of the bill, and uh, taking a moment from the fighting in full combat gear to post on TikTok. A member of Antia says, hey, we'll play for, for you, uh, mm-hmm. and we'll beam in from Kiev to your benefit concert. The spirit of these people, and music is one of the things that keeps them going. Serge Tagni-Rodno is a guitarist and one of the vocalists in an 11-piece Chicago tribute band. I don't think we'd ever talk about a Chicago tribute band on Sound Opinions normally, but 11 musicians who hail from Ukraine and Russia, Belarus, and Moldova tour the world. They're huge in Mm -hmm. Europe where, you know, the uh, the band Chicago has never made it over to Russia, apparently. Mm -hmm. So so they became huge in Eastern Europe, but but they sell out venues in America. They were supposed to be here for a two-month tour, uh, April to June. That has all fallen apart. Serge was in his apartment Bombs had just fallen that evening. He has sent his uh, children, his wife, and his dog to Poland. He is out of touch uh, with some of the band members, some of whom are still in Moscow. He took time to talk to us about why he's making music in Kiev and why it's important to him. We'll get to that very important conversation after a quick break. 30 days you've been in, in Kyiv, the whole, the entirety of the war. Yes, I'm in Kyiv in Ukraine. Well, from the first day of war and I'm uh, here for 30 days. 
so far. Because I've been following you on Facebook. I know you had to make a pilgrimage a couple of days ago uh, to get your, your instruments, which, which is one of the things that's been keeping you sane and grounded. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I had some equipment here uh, in this room. It's my son's Dania room. And also a mm. musician. And of course, he had some instruments here, some equipment, but it was like a home studio. And for me, it was pretty tough to work in uh, this situation. But now I've made it to my studio. It took uh, four and a half hour one way to get there. But oh my goodness, I took. Well, I tried to took everything I could, but of course, only the main things and I'm ready to work. I just yesterday, actually, I just connected everything. And well, I'm happy with that because, you know, when you realizing that you can produce something for me, it's very important right now. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask about that. I mean, Sound Opinions is a, a music show. Greg and I are music critics. Why? amid so much turmoil and pain and suffering uh is it important to you to make music well because well making music is everything that i do in my life i don't have any hobbies or other things that i'm do and the making of music connects me to the world outside and i can spread the information what's going on here in ukraine to people to get involved, make them aware of what's going on. And well, from the probably two weeks ago, my friend from Vinitsa, he said, said that he wrote a song he just got from Kharkiv that almost completely destroyed to Vinitsa. And, and he mm. said, well, I wrote a song. Probably you can help me with producing it. And he sent me his tracks that he recorded at his home studio and I started to work on this song and I've spent the night uh, by producing by recording instruments and mm. making arrangement well and I understood in the morning that it helped me to forget about everything that would been going on around me because for uh, two weeks I didn't do anything musically and I understood that only thing that I'm thinking about is the war, how people dying, how they suffering and well, it can affect you mentally. So I understood yeah. that it's very important for me to do something at least a few hours a day. And I started to make music a few hours a day. And well, right now I'm, uh, pretty sure and understand that uh, everything that I do and producing now is very important, even if I won't be able to complete it. Well, just now I recorded the Ukrainian national anthem with my friend mm. from uh, France, Christoph, and Violand, and he made his own arrangement to our Ukrainian anthem, and he recorded few French musicians who are very good and I recorded uh, the vocal part here in Kiev. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I've been uh, impressed that you've been able to be posting music on Facebook. Um, what is the situation in terms of just you're able to get on the Internet? Are you in touch with your family, your, your children, your wife, your dog? Are safely in Poland. Uh, I'm wondering, much of your band, uh, you know, the thing about Leonid and Friends, 11 musicians, they hail from Belarus, uh, Moldova, Ukraine, where you are, and many of them in Russia, in Moscow, uh, including. Um, are you in touch with your band? Are you in touch with your family? We know you're in touch with the world. We're hearing your Facebook dispatches. But uh, what is the situation in terms of communications? Well, uh, what about my family? Everything is fine, and I'm glad with it. They're in Poland in safety. They have everything they need, probably, well, in these circumstances, everything, yes. My wife is working there for a TV channel, so she's busy. Mm. She's making the broadcasts from uh, Poland to Ukraine. And my kids are started to uh, attend some lessons. We have remote education in Ukraine. So teachers from here or wherever they are giving lessons to pupils. And my son, Daniel, bought a guitar. So <laughs> he bought a guitar with a little help of our friends, Mark Webb and a few other people. Things get starting to get normal for them. For me, of course, I think that uh, now that's my normality, uh, what's going on here. I understand that, well, just a few minutes ago, I heard very loud explosions, but I don't even pay attention for that right now. So for me, it's like wow. normal now. Yeah. Well, Serge, are, are you worried that being such a presence in the world, a voice out of Kiev right now uh, via Facebook. Um, you worried you're somewhere on the list uh, after after Zelensky? And, uh, I'm sure is at the top, but but are you worried should Kiev fall that you'd be targeted? Well, uh, that's the thing. And what about you said just about Zelensky that uh, Russian uh, government they are thinking that they can destroy one pe person like Zelensky or whoever it is. And everybody will give up <laughs> and say, oh, we yeah. lost. Yeah. Well, that's impossible. And that's the big difference between us and them. Because a lot of people think that if Putin somehow will be destroyed or killed or whatever, everything will stop and nobody will know what to do in Russian part. Well, for us, for Ukrainians, every person who are making something, well, even musicians or such as our presidents, he, he's a comedian, comedian right? <laughs> so for us, it, everyone is important and everyone is thinking the same way. We want to be a free people. We want to make some achievements. We want to do our job. And that's what we are fighting for. So that's mm -hmm. the difference between us and Russian people. I'm very disappointed because uh, we always thought that all this propaganda in Russia, it's, well, they think about it like a joke because, you know, there are some ridiculous things that probably we've been laughing about that. And uh, it comes that even after the 30 days of war, well, that's obvious for everybody. They have the internet they still have access to all the information 
they still do not believe that things here are reality. But but sure, surely your bandmates aren't thinking that way, are they? Uh, well, Those that are I, I don't know. I hope so. Well, I hope so that people with whom I've played a lot, they don't think that there's a Nazis and that we are trying to invade uh, Russia and that we have biolabs here or training some birds to spread some weapon over the Russia. Yeah, all this fake news yeah, conspiracy I, I, thing. I hope, yeah. but I have plenty of people from Russia that are living in Russia or abroad and, well, I reach out to them uh, Well, and they reach out to me and, uh, well, some of them, of course, they are normal people and then do not believe in everything, but it seems from the information that we have so far, about 75 persons of Russian population, they are really support this war. Well, they don't call mm. it a war, yes, but... Oh, yeah, or a military action. Yeah, but, yes. but for now, it's obvious that what's going on here, it's not just like some kind of military operation for a few days. It's full-scale war and we have a lot of video evidences not just uh, film it with some professional guys it's like ordinary people uh, who we trust it's our friends our families from all the regions sending us these videos and well that's obviously not fake uh, footages and they saw everything and still they support everything that's what's going on here. And it's really terrible because, you know, after we will defeat militaries here in Ukraine and we believe in that, we have no doubts that we'll fail. Mm. Uh, so what next? So we all have this question and we do not have the answer because, yeah. well, what will be the next step? if we will just release all our territories, but obviously that Russia and Russian government and 75% of people who are there, who are voting, who are supporting the government, they are some kind of responsible for that. And I hope, of course, that my bandmates are not supporting, but so far I didn't heard anything about it. Well, and I understand because, you know, they can be jailed there for not supporting or for protesting against mm -hmm. the war, which is terrible, but it's true. Yeah. Serge, you, you uh, chose to record uh, Lou Reed's Perfect Day in, uh, and releasing it in segments day by day, little, little pieces of it, sort of the, the entire song, but spread out over a, a number of days. What inspired that idea and why that song in particular? <laughs> Well, uh, that started probably on the second day of war when uh, my family still uh, was here in my apartment. We've been spending our nights in the corridor or my youngest son was in the bathroom, sleeping in the bathroom. And, you know, we spent the nights by hearing all these explosions and everything is uncertain what it was, uh, what exploded. And... In most of the shelling being in the nighttime, so probably after 3 a.m. till 5 or 6. And when the sun started to rise up, in most of the days, the shellings were stopping. And, well, 
if I saw that it's already bright <laughs> in my window, uh, I see the light that probably I understood that, well, okay, probably we will survive this next day. And in my head, it's always been a Beatles song, Here Comes the Sun, because, you know, you, you see the sun and it just comes to your head. A lot of people sent me messages, a lot of uh, private messages and uh, on a Facebook, on Instagram. And I couldn't tell everybody that I'm fine. But I, of course, I understood that people are worried what's going on. So I started to post just a few lines of this song each day uh, to say to everybody that, okay, I'm, I'm fine, I'm alive. And it was just like a small tradition for a week. Well, but when the actually uh, here comes the sound has ended, I woke up and thought, okay, my family was in Poland already, and I thought, well, it's good day, perfect day, and this song came to my mind, and I just started to do that, but already not just posting the lines, but to play it day by day. Oh, it's such a perfect day. I'm glad I spent it with you Such a perfect day You just keep me hanging on Oh, you keep me hanging on Just a perfect day Problems are left alone Weekenders on our own It's such fun Just a perfect day You made me forget myself I thought I was someone else Someone good well, of course, of course, uh, Serge, the song ends with Blue Reed singing, you'll reap what you sow. Yeah. <laughs> Which seems like a message that the uh, the leader of Russia needs to hear. Yeah, and, and for all people, of course, because, you know, you're always receiving uh, the thing that you are giving to the world. If you're spreading love and uh, good things, you will receive it in return. But if you are spreading war and kill somebody... Probably you will have the same things in return. You're going to reap just what you sow. You're going to reap just what you sow. Are you aware of the other efforts by Ukrainian musicians? Uh, in America, uh, a TikTok has gone viral uh, from members of Antia. Is that how we say it? Antia. Hello, Ed. Greetings from Kiev. <clears throat> we are Ukrainian musicians of the Ukrainian band Antitila, one of the most popular Ukrainian bands with a lot of fans in Ukraine and all over the world. In peacetime, our concerts gather at stadiums. The war has changed our lives. And now we are fighting with weapons against the Russian occupiers. We thank you and all of the British people for their support. Believe me, 
we are grateful and we always we will always remember this today we learned about your charity concert for ukraine which will take place in birmingham and we offer to make a live broadcast between kiev and birmingham with antitela temporarily joining the gig remotely antitela Antitella. Okay, it's thank like, you, sir. <laughs> it's like antibodies, and, uh, and they they've been uh, naming their band uh, along before the coronavirus. I must say, so yeah, yeah, yeah they are a cool band. I know them well. Actually, we just before the war has started with Tarastopolia, the leader of this band, we tried to record the national anthem, the version who mm. was. Uh, supposed to support our Paralympic team uh, in Benyang in China, but we had to record Taras part, the lead singer, but the war unfortunately interrupted this process, so he went to the Territory Defense Forces and we couldn't finish this version. But uh, right now I have all the projects from the studio, so probably we will continue to do that. And I hope he will be able to record his part. And uh, of course, we are uh, doing a lot of things. My friend Alexander Lazowski, he wrote a song and we literally recorded it. Everyone is separated in a separate Uh, regions or districts and few participants recorded the, their parts on the mobile phone. How about Beton, uh, Kiev calling? Are those guys fellow travelers? Are they, uh, uh, because nobody knows what to make of them here after Billy Bragg kind of said they're with the right-wing fascists. Now, they've since made peace and explained themselves. I know the politics are so complicated <laughs> in Ukraine and in, throughout the entire Eastern Europe. Well, you know, from the start of the war, politics here in Ukraine became very simple. So all the people of Ukraine just gathered around And we forgot about any political uh, <laughs> argues and such things. And yeah, the only thing yeah. we want is to uh, defeat our enemies, to get rid of them and to live normal life. And probably after this war, when, when we will be uh, able to do that, uh, probably we will have much more calm society about all the politics. Because, you know, after the war will end, Probably we'll be busy with rebuilding our country, not just political arguments. It it looks to be a daunting task from what we're seeing of the pictures of the damage yeah. so far. Yeah, well, uh, unfortunately, few villages just completely destroyed. There is probably no sense in rebuilding them, but such cities as Kharkiv, Chernihiv, it's actually that's cultural heritage. It's cities uh, that were built Uh, more than a uh, thousand years ago. So we probably will be uh, rebuilding these cities after the war and we will make all efforts to do that as soon as possible. 
Well, uh, we don't want to keep you, uh, Serge. I, I guess one question to end on. Uh, when this is over, however it ends, will you still have a band, and will you bring your family back to Ukraine? Of course. Well, will you stay in Ukraine? Well, of course, yes, I'm staying in Ukraine. Well, of course, in case if we will win, and we have no doubts about it. I have uh, plenty of bands where I participate in, and actually right before the war, we were ready to start the very big show here in Ukraine with a lot of uh, famous musicians. We scheduled in uh, mid of September. Of course, probably we will need to postpone that. But yeah, well, well, Leonid and friends were supposed to be here in the United States in just a couple. Well, of weeks. yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 was a plan, but you know, <laughs> probably that's impossible. Uh, so we gonna do that show because it's uh, it was already almost produced. We just needed start to rehearse and record. Uh, this show was based on the famous worldwide uh, hit songs from all over the world, from US, from Europe. And the, all these songs were translated in Ukrainian for people who live here to understand the lyrics and probably to make these songs available for more people. And uh, this project already done we just need to perform that all these songs and probably we're gonna promote this show not only in ukraine after the war because well there's really good songs and it sounds pretty cool in ukrainian well we would like to celebrate that ukrainian music with you uh in peacetime and meanwhile we will be following you on facebook and you've been posting uh links to to organizations to help uh the refugees to help the cause and we'll certainly uh post those on on soundopinions.org yeah thank you so much thank you thank you stay thank safe you, stay you safe. too bye man serge tagni rodno obviously greg we wish him the best we wish everyone in ukraine the best. Um, the spirit of music pulling through. I'm telling you, the first two, three times I played that uh, cover of Perfect Day, I was in tears. Yeah, that's a beautiful, beautiful rendition of that song. And I love the way he sort of pieced it together day by day to give sort of a progress report to everybody who cared. Yeah, and then it comes sort of together in right. one recording. And, uh, yeah. you know, and you, you think about when Lou Reed wrote that song, you know, in the midst of the dark rock opera that is Berlin, mm -hmm. his darkest period, one of them, uh, the, one of the darkest periods for democracy with a divided Berlin, right? right? And uh, there's always light, and the light is music. There's light, and there's also ambiguity in Lou's song and in the way that uh, it's yeah. being performed now here in this context. Um, amazing stuff. That is it for this bonus episode. It's a, real, a truly special one. And if you've got thoughts on it, please start a conversation in our Facebook group or leave us a voice message on our website, soundopinions.org. And as always, Sound Opinions is produced by Andrew Gill, Alex Claiborne, our associate producer, Sol Delgadillo, and our intern, Mary Bernthal, our social media consultants, Katie Cott. Thanks for listening.